This story goes back almost 200 years ago in Russia, when there was under the nasty king Tsar Nikolai. Tsar Nikolai, he was famous for being very evil and nasty, and especially for his decree he made called the Cantonists. Is he did not like that Jewish people daven to Hashem and listen to Hashem and learn Torah. So he thought if he's going to kidnap the boys away from their house when they're very young, then he'll be able to maybe convince them to become to, to go to the cloister and act like a guy. So he figured that if I kidnap them, take them away when they're older, they already learned so much, they know so much, it'll be harder. If I take them when they're very young, then they're not going to know much, I'll make them to, into a, they'll agree to become a guy, right? Well, it didn't really work too well. It, it, part of it worked, but not totally. It goes like this. He grabbed, he sent his soldiers to go kidnap little children, as young as like seven years old around, to bring them into the Russian army. Now, at seven years old, you cannot fight in the army. It's, you can't fight against a big grown-up soldier. It doesn't work. So he doesn't need them that young to fight in the army, but he would take them and put them in Goisha houses, and the Galach, the priest, would go to them and try to talk to them all the silly things, and they were not allowed to have their siddur and their da- any chumash, anything to learn Torah with. They try to make them forget the yidden, which these children, even though they couldn't learn anything, because they had no rebbe there, and they couldn't learn, they didn't, couldn't have a siddur. They would remember a little bit of the davening by heart, but they stayed very strong in their muna and their trust in Hashem, and they would not listen to the galach. Even when a lot of times they got beaten up for it, and a lot of not nice things they did to them. And after twenty-five years in the army, they finally got let out. And they didn't. They never got to learn in yeshiva because they were stuck in the army there for the whole so long. But they were so stronger than one in Hashem, and people respected them. Wow, these people are heroes! How strong they are in their betachon and Hashem, even though they went through such hard times. And these galachim trying to talk to them all the time, and the and the soldiers trying to beat them up if they don't listen, if they don't do the not good things. So the Tsar, again, he did it to try to stop Yidden from being Jewish. And when he saw that they still believe in Hashem, even after all the nasty tricks he was doing for them, kidnapping them and trying to beat them and everything, he said, you know what? I need to make my decrees even meaner, even nastier. And then I'll for sure get all of them to stop thinking about Hashem and stop being Jewish and stop learning their Torah. So one day, he called all his ministers for a very important meeting to his palace. And he said, I have a plan me, Zayin Nikolai, I want to shut down all the yeshivas where people learn Torah, all the chadarim where the children learn Torah, all the shuls where people daven, pray to Hashem, and make that no one is allowed to do any more any of their Jewish religion. And this is going to be enforced by all the soldiers and all the policemen. They catch you doing anything, you get in huge trouble. So I want you to write up all the papers, all the laws, and I'm going to check them. Right now, he said, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You have 12 hours. Right now, write up all the papers, royal papers, and I'll, and I'll look them over and sign them. So, you're not allowed to leave the palace until it's finished, all these papers. In the next room, there's a lot of food, if you want to eat and enjoy. But I'm coming back in 12 hours. Go work. And he walked out of the room. So all the ministers, they were all scared. 
Because the Zara tells you to do something and you don't do it perfect, it means uh, he either sends you to Siberia or he could uh, do something very nasty to you. He won't be alive anymore. So they said, okay, the Zara said do it. Let's get to work quick. I throw up all the papers in 12 hours. So they were working, working, and none of them could think about eating. Because if they would eat, maybe they waste too much time and be late, and then they wouldn't have their heads tomorrow. Then they really wanted their heads. So they're working, working, working on the papers. And you think, wait, how can we make it more nasty, more mean? Make the king happy, I'm doing it so nasty. Okay, they wrote it up, working, 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 until they finally, by 12 o'clock, by midnight, two hours early, they finished all the papers, and they were, ah, this is so good, I mean, it's so bad uh, decrees. Ah, we did such a good job on the bad decrees. Ah, so good, bad, whatever. So they just finished, and all of a sudden they heard steps in the hallway, and the guards salute that, and the king walks in. And they all stand up, man, respect the king, and they're waiting for him to talk. The king, the czar, doesn't say a word. He goes over to the tables, and he picks up the papers that everyone wrote to spend 10 hours writing, and he looks and he looks and he looks, takes all the papers, and he walks over to the fireplace, and he dumps them all in the fire. Now, the ministers, they were all shocked. What? We just spent 10 hours writing those. And the king was supposed to like it. And he just dumps in the fire without saying a word. The king walks out. And all these ministers, they were on one hand scared, on one hand burning mad. Wait a minute. That's not a nice way to treat us. He didn't say thank you. He didn't say good job. He didn't say I'm going to get you some extra ice cream or slush or extra recess. No. And he doesn't even say it's not good. He just takes it and dumps in the fire. How embarrassing is that? But... That's what they were thinking in their heads. They couldn't say with their mouths. Because if they said with their mouths that they didn't like something the king did, then uh, whatever, something not good would happen to them. Maybe they wouldn't have a mouth anymore. So they were quiet. They were all burning mad and quiet. Until finally the prime minister said, um, Gentlemen, it seems like the, his majesty desired to not like our work. And I thought I heard him say, What garbage. Ah, we need to do this again. It's like garbage, these papers. So, um, uh, he didn't like what we did? And everyone's burning mad, thinking, you know, nasty, meany things about the king, but no one can say it. Until finally said, they said, you know what? The king didn't like what we did. He didn't tell us what to do instead, how to change it. So let's wait till the king comes back. He'll tell us how to do it better. Better. Better or better, whatever. Better, better okay? Better. Worse. And, uh, until then, let's go eat something. Let's drink. So they went to the next room, and they had some yummy, delicious foods, and some nice wines and drinks, and they were getting, they forgot about their bad moods a little bit, they were getting happy and eating, and then at 2 o'clock at, in the morning, exactly the time the Zara said, all of a sudden they hear the Zara's footsteps, and he comes back in. And the Zara says, hmm, I see you're enjoying yourself. Okay, so it must be you have all the papers ready. And the ministers look at him, look at the king like, what? Paper's ready. Uh, they all froze. Until the prime minister said, uh, your majesty, you didn't expect us to, to do it so, so quick. I said, what do you mean so quick? So quick? I gave you 12 hours. 12 hours not enough? So they're looking at the king, what? 12 hours? He just threw in the fire two hours ago. Said, uh, y- y- your majesty, 
you you just threw the papers in the fire two hours ago, and we we, we there's not enough time two hours, and we wanted to wait for you. What do you say? Well, how to do it better or worse or better or whatever? So the king screams them. Yeah, I threw in the fire. You're all drunk. That's why you're saying that. I'll send you all to Siberia. And the ministers knew that the king could do it, and they're all scared. I say, no, no, your majesty, we, we promise you, we swear, by the life of the king, but we swear, we saw you came in, and we, yeah, you threw the papers in the fire. And he's looking around, they're all saying that. I said, I came in? He said, yeah. Me? Yeah. The king's thinking, hey, I didn't come in. Maybe someone dressed up like me? Pretended to be me? Put up a, 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 a costume? Wait a minute. So he went over to his guard and said, did anybody come in this room besides for me? He said, well, besides for the czar, you, you yourself came in two hours ago. No one else came. And the czar said, was me? Yes, you. You sure? Yes, it was you. Uh, okay, I came in here two hours ago. Okay. And he went back to the next room. So then... He was in the next room and he's thinking, I went in that room two hours ago and I threw the papers in the fire. Everyone saw that. So he asked his guard, who the guy who always, you know, like his bodyguard was always next to him. And he said, um, you're always guarding me? And he said, yeah. Were you with me the whole entire time? He said, yes, your majesty. I was with you. Just um, a little bit before midnight, you fell asleep in your chair. So I didn't want to disturb you. I wanted to let you rest. So I, I walked out of the room, and I came back, you know, like 15 minutes later or something, and I saw you um, still sleeping in the chair. Then you woke up, and you said, oh, okay, it's almost time. Okay, I need to go visit soon the ministers. So um, that was it. I, I just left the room for a few minutes, and I came back, and you were sleeping the whole time. So now, as I was thinking, I said, wait a minute. I fell asleep. And exactly that time, all the ministers saw me walk in the room and throw in the fire. So maybe I actually did it. I woke up in the middle of my sleep, and I threw in the fire, and I don't even remember it. I was thinking, uh, wait a minute. Had, oh, you know what must have happened? Me, the czar, fell asleep. But I heard the Jews have written in their book, Attilim, from King David, from David Melech, there's someone who doesn't, never ever sleeps. Who never sleeps? God. Hashem never sleeps. So Hashem must have made me walk in my sleep and throw out all the papers in the fire. So if I throw all the papers in the fire, maybe I should just leave it there and not write it up again.